Welcome to the Table for One podcast, a podcast for those of you who are cooking for one. You'll find interviews with people who are cooking for one, nutrition tips, cooking tricks, and other practical topics for all my single listeners, and all without the mention of dieting or restriction because, well, dieting just kind of sucks. So join me as I explore the realities, the challenges, and highlight the joys of cooking for one in this busy world. Well, welcome back. So today I am going to be answering the question, is it worth it to get an Instant Pot? I actually hear this question kind of a lot, and it was recently-ish brought up in the Table for One Facebook group, and we talked a little bit about Instant Pot sizes and what people use them for, and I thought I would just get on here and share some of the things that I've learned from my own Instant Pot. What I like about it, what I don't like about it, and then kind of give some ideas for what I cook in mine and size ideas. And then, you know, if so if you're in the market for or are curious about Instant Pot, then this hopefully will be helpful for you to make a decision. So is it worth it? I, I want to start out by sharing a little bit about my expectations with equipment in the kitchen. I think first and foremost, whatever I buy, I want it to be super practical and I want it to be multifunctional. I mean, obviously a knife is not super multifunctional, but it is something that you use all the time. And for that reason, I've never bought a slow cooker because even as helpful as those can be, it's kind of a large piece of equipment that only does one thing. And so when I saw Instant Pots, when they were first uh, made, I guess, in the past couple of years and became popular, I was intrigued by this because I kind of wanted a slow cooker, but also wanted, again, something to be a little bit more practical than that. And so I didn't ask for it, but I got one for Christmas a couple years ago and have really enjoyed having it over this past couple years, and I found it to be super helpful. So as far as functions go, like I said, I like multifunctional equipment, and unlike some multifunctional equipment, as in a part blender and food processor that I had in college that was just like a crappy food processor and a crappy blender, this actually does a good job at multiple uh, functions. So one thing that I think is really cool about an Instant Pot is that you can cook in it outside of pressure cooking and outside of using as a slow cooker. And one huge concern or problem that a lot of people have, particularly those of us who are cooking for one, is cleanup. We all have issues with cleanup, don't want to clean up. I mean, who does really? But this is one thing that I like about it is that instead of having to saute maybe onions or brown meat in uh, on the stove, you can do that in your instant pot and then and so you have one less piece of equipment to have to clean, which I think is huge. It it only has one like setting of heat, so it is pretty hot. You have to be pretty quick with it. But with a little bit of practice and uh, just getting used to it, it's totally doable. I another thing that I really oh so <laughs> okay back to function. So saute, it works as a pressure cooker. It also works as a slow cooker, and then. 
it has a yogurt function, which I have used to ferment food to, um, what do you call it? So if you're, if you're letting bread or some other dough rise, you, it's kind of a good warm place for it to proof. And that's really helpful as well. Those are the functions that I use and I find them to be super helpful. And then I also wanted to share something that I found to be so helpful, particularly this summer. So my apartment is great for a lot of reasons, but I absolutely hate that it it just gets so hot during the summer. And I have relied a lot on my instant pot because it doesn't heat my kitchen up and, and I can cook and have something that is great and warm if I want it, but I don't have to worry about, you know, the temperature of my apartment going up a couple degrees. Also super helpful. So now I want to share some of the things that I cook in mine. I, I talk about batch cooking a lot, like in, on the nutrition, uh, nourish nutrition blog, as well as on this podcast and other avenues, but I am a huge, huge fan of batch cooking. So I use my instant pot to batch cook rice and beans, um, yogurt, and then bread in particular. So I will cook rice in my instant pot and I found it to be more, it, it comes out more consistently in my instant pot than it does when I cook it over the stove. Again, I'm not a, a one trick pony piece of equipment kind of a person. So I don't have a rice cooker and I found this to be super helpful and also cooking beans in it. You don't have to soak your beans. They might crack a little bit, but honestly, like it's, it's still going to taste really good. And those can cook up in less than an hour, which is so much less time than it would if you were to soak it overnight and then cook them. Um, at least in my experience, I've tried them multiple ways and they never come out very quickly. And so I found that to be super helpful. I also, again, this is like if you have a little bit of time and the desire to, but you can also really, really easily make yogurt and proof bread in your instant pot. I'm actually proofing bread as I'm speaking right now. And then I'm going to pop it in the oven and have fresh, delicious, and also actually really easy to make bread um, later today, which which is exciting. As far as yogurt goes, there are lots of things that you can use the yogurt for. And I like to make it myself because it's kind of a fun project. It's really easy and it also saves you money. So if you if you buy regular milk, it just takes, you know, like two or three dollars plus the yogurt, unless you already have some left over. And that's a really inexpensive way to eat delicious yogurt a lot. And I, like I said, I really just use my instant pot to batch cook items, but you know, you can, you can make pulled pork in it. You can, you can cook up meat and then again, like have it to be a pulled. I have also really liked it to cook up like squashes and beets, some of those, some of those vegetables that are kind of hard to cook as in like they take a long time to cook, uh, sweet potatoes as well. And this really helps and it's all hands off, which I find to be super helpful and easy. I've also made a couple of recipes. (laughs) I'm a little embarrassed to say this because I really do use it mostly for batch cooking but I've made mac and cheese in it, which is so easy and, and so good. And that comes together really quickly. I made a chocolate lava cake a couple times, which is also so good. I really like dark chocolate and that was very satisfying. And then, you know, you can make stews and soups, 
also really love like slow cooker type meals in it, but, but those come together a lot quicker, such as pulled pork. Like I said, I make a stroganoff in it. I've made beets in it. Um, lots of different recipes to make. So personally, I find it to be super helpful. It's not an overly expensive piece of equipment, especially for as functional as it is. And I would highly recommend it. One other question that I have seen is what size do I get? You know, if you're cooking for one, you think, well, I should probably get a small one because I don't want a huge one. But here's the thing. If you're batch cooking ingredients, you're going to want more space to do that. Or if by chance you're making, you know, dinner for multiple people, you're going to want the space for that. And I, so with that said, I would recommend if you are interested in getting a six or an eight quart, probably just a six quart. I, I think that's what I have. It's a great size and I have cooked small amounts of food in it. If, if you're a little bit hesitant, get a, a glass bowl that fits within the metal bowl of your instant pot and just cook whatever less amount that you have in that and that makes it a lot easier you don't have to worry as much about it like if if the water is going to be all um soaked up by the rice or whatever it is that you're cooking you don't have to worry about it burning as much so again i i recommend it. i think it's super helpful and i hope that this was helpful for you to get an idea if you're curious about or interested in buying yourself an instant pot and also with that i would love to hear your thoughts and opinions about Instant Pots. Do you have one? What do you like to cook in it? Do you like to use it to batch cook? What have you found, you know, what what has your Instant Pot done for you in your life? I'd love to hear it and feel free to comment here or head over to the Table for One Facebook group to share your thoughts. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Table for One podcast with Rebecca. If you're cooking for one or know somebody who is, make sure to subscribe to the Table for One podcast on your favorite podcast app. That way you can stay up to date on new episodes that will help you make cooking for one easier and more enjoyable. Feel free to continue the conversation over at in the Table for One Facebook group. You can also find recipes or work with Rebecca over at nourishnutritionblog.com or honestly the easiest way is to follow me on Instagram. My handle is Nourish Nutrico, and you can click on the link of my profile to get more great resources for cooking for one. Talk to you next week.